who's on the track next Never half fast like Hey, yo, what up? Everybody in the Pro 17 world, it's Ronnie B. Thanks for checking out the Pro 17 Podcast Live, also Cali Conservative Podcast. We are streaming across several different uh, media platforms as well as audio only platforms. Thanks for checking out the broadcast. Really appreciate it. Um, I'm actually doing a live that I should have done yesterday, was kind of feeling under the weather, but we're going to get into it today. Um, I feel it's still relevant. I think all of us that are living in the United States have probably heard this story. And if you haven't, well, this is going to be some good remedial stuff. And also, I want to talk about uh, just the general synopsis of everything that's going on in regard to the mass formation psychosis. Now, for those of you that are not familiar with mass formation psychosis, this is something that Dr. Robert Malone talked about on Joe Rogan podcast a few weeks back. He has since been canceled from Twitter. He has since been uh, canceled from uh, all the mainstream media platforms, including YouTube. And by the way, check me out at the Cali Conservative on YouTube. Got a new channel up there, so go ahead and uh, subscribe over there and on Rumble. Uh, but also, uh, you had uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, who also had a uh, 40 or 50 million views on the Joe Rogan show recently at the last couple of weeks. And so... Um, the mainstream normie people that are not really politically savvy are starting to realize what's going on because obviously Joe Rogan is a big podcaster and big influencer across normal, you know, United States adults and, and teenagers and what have you and people that are at the gym working out that aren't necessarily, you know, going deep diving into the political realm. And so um, let's get into what mass formation psychosis is to start it off. And then I want to get into the rest of the uh Topics that I'm going to talk about in regard to that. So mass formation psychosis that was uh, uh, brought to us by Dr. Malone and Dr. Peter McCullough is basically a situation of where a, a dictator or a tyrant can take over a big group of people like a cold country or what have you. And this is a perfect example of what you see what's going on right now with the COVID. Um, you know, they, they, they first want to give you all this fear. I'm just giving you a quick synopsis here. Um, Go look up the, the definition and, and go watch the podcast, honestly, for for yourself. It's a three-hour long from, from Robert Malone, but I'm just going to give you a little breakdown real quick. So it, it, what it basically comes down to is the people have a uh, a big fear about something that is um, initiated by, you know, the government or whatever, tyrant, what have you, and so – they break you down. They make you very scared of something. Then they put you in isolation, i.e. the lockdowns and stuff like that. And they keep bombarding you with these, with this fear. And uh, as you're locked down, you're isolated, so you don't really have, you know, much hope per se. And then what happens is, is that these people give you a means of a way to solve the problem. So, so the guy that puts you in there, or the government that puts you in this position, now offers a single solution which is the jab. And uh, so therefore, it's like Stockholm Syndrome and stuff like that. So you, you basically fall in love with your captor. And uh, so in a nutshell, this is what's going on in the United States and around the world. A lot of people you see, you know, just craziness going on with, with you walking around in some places and they're like, hey, put your mask on. You know, they're, gonna, they're going all crazy screaming at you. You got the uh, virtue signal and Karens and Becky's out there doing this. There was actually... <laughs> Um, a lady who put her kid in the trunk 
because he had tested positive for COVID, put her in the trunk. Uh, excuse me. She put him in the trunk and uh, took him to the testing center. And she got arrested for uh, by Child Protective Services or whatever they're doing an investigation. But that just goes to show you how fear mongered and how brainwashed a lot of these people are right now. You know, they are um, willing to to put their kids through risk, unnecessary risk, in my opinion. I mean, again, the statistics don't really bear out all the stuff that is warranting people to go and line their kids up to get jabbed, but they're doing it anyway, just out of fear and based on what Dr. Fauci tells them. And then, and, and in this mass formation psychosis, you can present people with evidence to the contrary. You know, um, I've done that several times with people and showed up and they're just like, no, no, that's not true. You know, whatever, you know, so, so people are really basically, it's just a big scientific term for being brainwashed. But, uh, Thank God there's a lot of us out there that are not. There's a lot of us out there that are trying to fight for the cause and fight for truth and the real and trying to wake people up. But I think at this point with the Omicron that's going on right now and the lack of severity that it has uh, on us right now, I think that a lot of us are going to start kind of waking up, realizing that those people that have gotten two shots and a booster are now starting to say, well, wait a minute. This is even in my own family last night. Wait a minute, you know, they told us that we were supposed to get two shots and then I got the booster and then all of a sudden now they're saying that you can catch it and you can spread it. It's like, aha, aha, you see, you know, but again, for those of us that know the truth, we must not, you know, bash on people and tell them I told you so. You need to just show grace and mercy and love to these people. You know, it's not their fault that they, you know, tend to watch the channels that they watch, but, you know, we must Give them a hug and say, yeah, you know, see, you know, like, look, so going forward, we have to like not comply with these mandates and not comply with this stuff and start understanding and turn off those, those, those propaganda networks. Okay. So, um, I was glad to see them all waking up and, and it's funny too. Recently we had AOC that was uh triple vax and triple boosted in regards to people waking up to the, to the reality of this thing and the reality to, of the, uh, ineffectiveness of the, of the jabs. You had AOC was triple vax and boosted. So being the hypocrite that she is, she goes down to Miami when she should have been in her district, you know, uh, <laughs> standing with the people that she wants to lock down and mandate and vaccine passport everywhere to go anywhere. But she doesn't do that. She goes out to Miami where it's free, Ron DeSantis' land, Florida, and goes out a while's out and ends up catching COVID. Okay. So it, I don't really think people are saying like, look, it's because she didn't wear a mask. You want to use that as an excuse? No, the, the point is, is like if you stand by your mandates and you stand by these requirements of having to wear a mask and, and she was allowed as one blaming people about not wearing masks, you know, that they're the reason why and Republicans are the reason why that the COVID is not going away because people have don't put their mask on. Well, then that's quite hypocritical of you, uh, Miss AOC, to be out there doing that. And now you caught it again. There's other examples all across the gamut, you had Jen Psaki caught it, triple triple backs, double backs and boosted. You got uh, all the hosts on The View, and they're the ones that were talking all that nonsense all year long about um, unscientific and uh, Trump support MAGA theorist, conspiracy theorist that said that, oh, if you get the vaccine that you can actually, you know, still catch it. Now that's, that's a conspiracy theory, and it turns out they all got it, but then they want to backpedal and say... Oh, well, we have less severity of symptoms or whatever, which is a bunch of bull crap because there's no way to quantify that. There's no way to verify that. There's been tons of people that had COVID that have not been jabbed 
that have very low symptoms or almost no symptoms, okay? So there's no way that you can say honestly and scientifically that because you had that jab that your symptoms were less, okay? So stop it with the foolishness. It's already been admitted that the um, um, severity of Omicron is, is uh, significantly less than Delta and Alpha and that they understand that the boosters are not working and the, and the first two jabs are not working for the Omicron variant. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later, okay? Um, but the first thing I want to get into here is the thing from yesterday, the big story from the weekend, which, again, I was supposed to talk about this yesterday, but I'm going to talk about it right now, is the fact that Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor was salting false stats in regard to this when they had the opening arguments re regarding the Biden vaccine mandates. Now, this is absolutely ridiculous, okay? Somebody tell me how we have a Supreme Court justice. Again, this is one of the uh, Obama, I believe, affirmative action hires. She's a Latina Supreme Court justice. But the Supreme Court is supposed to be going by the Constitution, right? So in the opening arguments during this thing, she comes out and says that there's 100,000 kids <laughs> that are in the hospital with COVID and on ventilators and stuff like that, which is absolutely ridiculous. So before I get into too much of the spiel regarding that, I want you to watch the video with Brett Byron Fox and what he had to say uh, in this interview with her and just listen to the foolishness. And for those of you that are on Instagram, unfortunately, I do not have a video for you on this format, but just listen to it. And if you want to watch it on Instagram, uh, just move over to one of my uh, live video streams on the live bio, and it'll tell you on Facebook and where to find the link. All right, so check it out. Here we go. You, know, you just heard about the U.S. Supreme Court currently deciding the fate of the president's vaccine mandates. In the questioning, Justice Sonia Sotomayor made this statement. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, in serious condition, and uh, many on ventilators. Now, we can find from Friday suggests there are fewer than 3,500 current pediatric hospitalizations from COVID-19. Is that true? Yeah, but, you know, here's what I can tell you about our pediatric hospitalizations now. First of all, the vast majority of children who are in the hospital are unvaccinated. And for those children who are not eligible for vaccination, we do know that they are most likely to get sick with COVID if their family members aren't vaccinated. So the most important thing we can do for those children to keep them out of the hospital is to vaccinate them and to vaccinate their family members around them. Understood, but the we number is not 100,000. It's roughly 3,500 in hospitals now. It, yes, there are, there are any. Yes, yes, yes. The numbers are not 100,000 in the hospital for children. It's somewhere around 3,500. And again, we've had uh, Dr. Fauci on record on the news talking about the COVID case count is mad inflated. Okay. So even out of those 3,500 children that are supposedly in the hospital, how many are with COVID or, and how many are because of COVID? How many are because of comorbidities and how many are there because of just COVID alone, right? So uh, you say, where are the receipts? And you know we got the receipts. So I'm going to play the video that I played on one of my other videos in regard to this. So listen to this soundbite with Dr. Fauci talking about the children and the COVID cases in the hospitals. Check it out. The important thing is that if you look at the children who are hospitalized, Many of them are hospitalized with COVID 
as opposed to because of COVID. And what we mean by that, if a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID and they get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual. When in fact, they may go in for a broken leg or appendicitis or something like that. So it's overcounting the number of children who are quote hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. Well, there you go. With COVID, because of COVID. Now, the, the trippy part of all this is that they've been they've been running with this narrative for like over two years now. You know what I mean? So it's, it, it kind of trips me out to figure why now are they automatically now changing the messaging and, and trying to be honest all of a sudden? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. I think it's because of the midterm elections coming up. Um, and also, I believe it's because of the FDA uh, having to release all the data on the vaccines, right? So you remember back a couple of weeks ago, they were saying the Freedom of Information Act, people wanted to see all of the data and the safety data regarding the testing of these vaccines. And FDA said, oh, well, you're gonna have to wait 75 years to see this. <laughs> 75 years, and we're supposed to be like, oh, okay. And then they reduced it down to 55 years until you can see this. So shout out to that judge. I forget where they were at. Uh, the judge said, no, 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 that's not going to work. You need to come with 55,000 pages uh, by the end of this month. So I think they're trying to get ahead of it and um, basically try to cover their own butt here, CYA, right? And I think that's kind of the reason why they're changing the messaging. Who knows, man? You know, there's probably going to be some other crazy variant coming out later. Um, but uh, but nevertheless, people are still in the mass formation psychosis. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, so... It's funny when we talk about all these these uh, uh, these videos, and then you know we have uh, the CDC. Uh, Rachel Walensky had admitted also over the weekend that seventy five percent of deaths are with four or more comorbidities. Now, again, those of us that are high information people like myself and like you guys that watch this this type of uh, content on Pro One Seven, we understand this. We know this. We've been knowing this for a long time, and I'm going to prove that to you because I got the receipts. We keep the receipts around here. All right. Um, so, yeah, she said that uh, 75 deaths with four or more comorbidities. I'm going to play the video for you and the soundbite for those of you that are watching on Instagram and audio only so that you can check it out for yourself. Here we go. Is it time to start rethinking how we're living with this virus, that it's potentially here to stay? The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75%, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. Oh, at least four comorbidities. And it's funny, you've been seeing the damage control um, on the media right now, trying to say that she was like, oh, I didn't, she didn't really mean that. She meant out of the deaths from the, from the unvaccinated and all that. No, 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 no. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Okay. It doesn't even matter. Even if that's the case, it doesn't matter. Because back in September of 2020, um, the CDC had already posted up on their website that 94% of the deaths were with at least 2.6 comorbidities. Okay? 2.6 comorbidities. This is way back in 2020. You know, my pastor at my church had talked about this in the summer of 2020. 
Okay, that was around that same time. Once we saw this information, I had that on video way, way back. This was back when I was first making videos. I think this was my second or third video that I ever made. You know, I talked about this too, and I'm going to play the receipt just to go as the show that we've been knowing this for a long time. Okay, so check out this old uh, Pro 17 Classic right here. Okay, uh, so 94% of the 214,000 deaths are with comorbidities as reported by the CDC. So that means that just 6% of the deaths are from COVID-19 alone. That's comparable to the annual deaths of the common flu. Okay, so that's hardly a number that we should be using to crush our economy, small businesses, uh, increase mental health issues, and to double the poverty rate. All right, it's just not warranted. It's a, it's a means of control by the government and the left. Well, there you go, straight out of Ronnie B's mouth, 2020, right? So, again, we've been knowing this for a long time. And the thing is, is that even, let's say, one comorbidity, because what if you had, what if the one comorbidity you have is like, um, immune deficiency disease, okay? Or you see a lot of people that are extremely obese. That was another statistic over the last year and a half that's been coming out is like uh, 78% of hospitalization or people that were uh, obese, extremely obese, which meaning over 50 pounds overweight or something like that. So the, the lying and the rhetoric from these people has just been absolutely ridiculous. They were never talking about anything being proactive, like being healthy, eating better, getting vitamin D out in the sun, um, doing all these kinds of things, taking vitamin D. Nobody was talking about therapeutics at all. Um, and, um, and, and again, the, the establishment experts have been withholding this info and lying to us since the beginning. I want to play another video real quick from uh, your favorite hack, Rachel Maddow. This is what she had to say back in the day. And this is why a lot of people rushed out to go get the jab and they're trying to get their kids jab because of like false information like this. But for some reason, she still has a YouTube channel, doesn't she? And she's still on Twitter and she's not getting cited for misinformation. You tell me right now if I said the contrary to this a year ago, would I still have a channel? Check out Rachel Maddow and her uh, foolishness here on this clip. Right? Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person, potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way, now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Oh, really, 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 huh? <laughs> there you go. Fake news media. Fake news media. And at the time when that came out, if you said anything to the contrary of the things that Rachel Maddow was saying in that clip, you were deleted. Again, I had a YouTube channel deleted because of me spitting the truth about masks and stuff and the scientific data. They want to talk about science and factual evidence and following the science. That is an actual example of a straight lie and false information and pushing the establishment narrative of what they want you to do and to line the pockets of big pharma. OK, Here, here's another one. I got another one here from uh, Joe Biden. Same thing. This was out of town hall. And again, uh, it's misinformation, but he's still going to be able to broadcast. Check it out. Last thing that's really important is we're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible 
and more deadly in terms of non-unvaccinated people, the, vi the, the, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. So wouldn't that be considered a misinformation, Mr. Biden? Um, he's basically telling a straight-up lie on air. Nobody seems to care. Again, if you're on the left, you know, you're pushing the agenda for the left, for the communists, for the Marxists. You are able to get a free pass and you can say whatever you want on the mainstream media without any repercussions. Okay? Period. Period. Those of us that are on the conservative realm, we don't have this benefit, but that's okay because we're, we're going to got to get you guys snapped out of this hypnotized state, this mass formation psychosis. And uh, that's what I am here to do. That is my mission. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so because of the midterm elections, that's the only reason why I believe that they're changing the messaging here. Uh, I got one more little video here that I want to play from uh, um, the Pfizer CEO. And how uh, they are changing the goalposts and moving it down in the midst of all this. So being that Pfizer is, is a huge, huge uh, contributor to all this stuff. You know, they got so much money and, and, and all of our tax dollars are going to them and Moderna and stuff in regard to these jabs. Listen to the, the Pfizer CEO talking about rolling out an Omicron vaccine in March. And again, this is after two shots already a third booster, and I believe they're talking about a fourth booster and another Omicron variant <laughs> uh, jab. Check it out. The two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a the booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. Uh, uh, in, in against deaths, I think, very good. Um, and less protection against uh, infection. Now, we are working on a, on a new version of our vaccine, the 1.1, let me put it that way, that uh, will cover Omicron as well. And uh, of course, uh, we are waiting to, to have the final results. The vaccine will be ready in March. So you heard him there say that he said it straight up. Okay. The first two doses have zero to no effect on the new variants. You heard him say it. He said it. I didn't say it. Don't delete my channel. Okay. He said that. All right. But if any of us would have said that we would get off the uh, social media platforms, they'd be kicking us faster than we can say, whatever. Hallelujah. <laughs> but this guy can say it cause he's the, the, the CEO of Pfizer and get away with it. And then talk about that. Well, don't worry about that. The first two don't work anymore. Forget about that. Forget about that booster. We're going to come out and give you another brand new version coming out in March to stop Omicron. Now, granted, you guys understand that Omicron is just a cold. Okay. And again, they're not talking about therapeutics. They're not talking about monoclonal antibodies. They're not talking about the IV word. I don't want to get banned. The HCL. They want to talk about that. Uh, there's actually a, what is it, a flumarin or flumatin? I'm not pronouncing it right. I've heard about that therapeutic too. That's actually from Pfizer as well, but it's only a $10 pill. They're not talking about that. Okay. So at this point, with the common cold version of this thing, there's no reason why we should be in any kind of lockdown state. No more masks. No more vaccine passport mandates, okay? Y'all need to wake up and get up out of here with this with this with this with this tyranny stuff. 
It's not going to stop until the people you and I say, no, I'm not wearing a mask anymore. I'm not, I'm not showing my papers anymore to go to Dave and Buster's, dude. That's it. So that's what I want to say on that. I hope that um, we can share this message and get people that are in this hypnotized state to just wake up and look at the facts, man. Show them this video right here. Show them the facts. Show them the data. Show them the science. Okay? And again, if you want to take it, it's okay to take it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not advocating against it. Okay? All I'm saying is that I don't believe there should be mandates in place for those of us that choose not to. All right? And again, with when you have people like Sotomayor at, on the Supreme Court spitting lies, straight up misinformation from a Supreme Court justice, what kind of hope does that give us in America? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, from what I'm hearing, though, it still doesn't really make much difference because I believe that all the Supreme Court justices are going to basically look how it is an unconstitutional mandate and that uh, OSHA shouldn't have the authority to do that kind of thing. That was never in the scope of their duties and the responsibilities as an organization. So... Uh, hopefully they're all going to come around. And basically, I mean, we only need a 5-4 vote, but, man, it's just scary the fact that that's what you have in there. I mean, I thought that the Supreme Court was supposed to be nonpartisan, man. You know, it's supposed to be just uh, based on reading and interpreting the Constitution and, and applying it to where it's needed when these cases come up, not making up fabricated statistics, talking about 100,000 kids are on ventilators, okay? <laughs> it's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, one more thing before I get out of here, I want to uh, touch on another story that um, I think is of some some really serious interest here. Um, it started out in New York with the uh, uh, with the new mayor Eric Adams, that is uh, basically another communist like Bill De Blasio. You saw Bill De Blasio got out; they brought in uh, the black ex cop mayor Eric Adams. He was supposed to be the moderate. And uh, he's just as bad. And again, of course he is, man. I mean, the Democrat Party is a big gang. You know what I mean? They are a gang, and they actually are going to put in another communist person that reps the gang. You know what I'm saying? It's going to claim their set. So did you really think that they were going to put some sort of like moderate or conservative type Democrat to be the mayor of New York City? <laughs> the biggest liberal city besides uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles. Are you kidding me? Of course not. But um, I want to talk about what's going on with him real quick in this story. And uh, and also I want to get into some other stuff that's going on in Georgia regarding the voting rights legislation. And uh, let me just hook, hook up my screen here for you so you guys can read it along here with me. Okay. So uh, the the Republicans uh, want to sue New York City over non-voting rights law. American elections should be decided by American citizens. So what's going on there in New York City is that they had a bill come through New York talking about how they want to allow 800,000 non-American citizens to be able to vote in American elections. What are you talking about? Again, unconstitutional, absolutely ridiculous. This is what they do on the Democrat left. If they can't get their rules uh, 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 to 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 go in their favor, they're just going to change the rules. That's what they're going to do. Okay, so even though it's constitutionally irresponsible to try to make a law like this, especially in New York City or anywhere, they went ahead and pushed it through anyway. So let me read a little bit of the story here. So the RNC sued New York City on Monday after Eric Adams declined to block a bill 
allowing non-citizens to vote in local elections. Adams allowed a bill to become law on Sunday, granting more than 800,000 non-citizens living in New York City the right to vote in a local elections. Both Adams and former Mayor Bill de Blasio declined to use their veto power, which times out after 30 days after a bill passage to strike down a bill after the city council approved it last month. Quote, I believe that New Yorkers should have a say in their government, which is why I have and will continue to support this important legislation. Yeah, bro, but yeah, but they're not there legally. So they don't have, they don't have rights that American citizens have. And you see, in the Democrat Party, you're going to say, well, that's not really fair and very American of you. You need to be caring about all immigrants. Yeah, dude, but there's a lot of people that are waiting months and years and years to do it and come in here legally and get their papers legally and go through the process legally. Okay, so you're going to have these people that are, that are coming here illegally that are going to skip the yard, right, and now have taxpayer-funded programs and stuff that are taken from regular uh, uh, legally immigrated people and naturalized citizens that come here legally, that went through the system, that are paying their taxes regularly and are going to now have to pay for these illegal people, and you weren't supposed to make me understand that that is somehow okay and, and ethically correct? No, it's not. But see, these are the same people that like want socialism and communism. They want to, for, for, the, for the equity of everybody, they want to steal money from other people and steal rights from other people. And that's not okay, period. Um, and, and, and that being said, I want to talk about this H.R. Uh, 1 bill that's back in the news. Um, because you have Stacey Abrams, uh, from Georgia was having a thing out there and then she's not even going to be there. And Biden and Kamala is supposed to be speaking later today in regard to this uh, voting rights bill. And, uh, you know, they call it the, the, uh, freedom to vote act and the John Lewis act. And I want to bring that up for you real quick too, which is basically a way for them to just want to steal the, another election. Okay. And this is something that came back to the forefront. You guys remember in Georgia when they were talking about, during the all-star break for major league baseball, that it was uh, racist because black people can't get ID. <laughs> so this is, this goes along that same line here. So I just want to read a little bit of this freedom to vote act. So HR one. And by the way, if, if, if this gets passed, uh, in the United States, uh, there will never, ever be a Republican president ever again in history. So H.R. Uh, 1 is rearing its head in the Senate again. This time, Joe Manchin, Democrats are calling it the Freedom of Vote Act. And again, this article is from October, but I'm just going to read it because I want to talk about what's actually in it. Um, so so they want to call it. And again, oh man, this is, you know, again, I've said this a lot of times as well. The Democrats are great at marketing. They're great at playing politics, man. They just they know how to name things. They know how to spin stuff. They know how to really make it sound like something that is not. And for the low information people that are not going to take the time to go in and read something in depth and go into the bill and actually read what the legislation actually proposes, then they're going to say, oh, yeah, well, of course we want a, the Freedom to Voter Act. Of course we want John Lewis. He was a, a, a great Man, in the forefront for civil rights, of course I want to vote for something like that, that that represents somebody that did so much for the civil rights movement. 
But when you go into the bill and you see what it really is, you see it's a partisan bill that is created to steal elections. Okay? So let's read what it has to say here. Um, So this is like H.R. 1. So the bill would also require all 50 states to allow same-day voter registration. Okay? That's illegal. Why would you do that? Again, there's a process for this. And that's because... If they allow same-day voter registration, then they can make up all kind of dead people's names or whatever without any kind of verification, put them through, and who's going to find out? It's going to be too late to do any kind of checks. Well, you're saying, Ron, well, if they do the same-day voter registration, they would have to have an ID or signature, right? So you can verify it. Oh, no, look at the next line here. It says, with no verification of identity. (laughs) (laughs) who would want this and who would vote for this? Not the Republicans. Again, the Democrat party are crooked and evil. And this is the kind of legislation they try to push through. And this is the reason why the borders are wide open right now, because they understand uh, that they want to let all these illegal people vote 800,000 or a million people in New York city, because those are the ones that are going to be voting for the Democrat party because the, the Democrat party are the ones that are offering government subsidies and offering free stuff to them. You see, And that's what they used to do to the black people. And that's what they're still doing with the black people brainwashing. Like, look, vote for us or you ain't black because we're going to give you free stuff. We're going to give you their welfare checks. We're going to give you that wick, right? That's what they're trying to do. Vote for us and you'll keep getting free stuff. Vote for us and you can come over here and get amnesty. Vote for us you can get free universal medical health care. That's what they do. And that's what this voting uh, bill is, is designed to do. Because they see a lot of black people and a lot of Latinos are waking up to the bull crap and are now becoming uh, conservative people. They've always been conservative in values, but now when it comes to voting, they're voting more Republican, you see, or libertarian. Because they understand the lies and, and, and the ridiculousness that the Democrat Party tries to pull politically by trying to put these bulls, these bills through and lying. Okay? <clears throat> Uh, Same-day registration provides election officials no time to verify the accuracy of registrants' information to check on an individual's eligibility to vote. Yeah, dude. This has enabled fraud in such states as Minnesota, where more than 1,000 ineligible felons voted before they could be verified. Their votes may have swung the 2010 election in the Senate. See that? So you explain to me how this is, like, even a good thing. You You know it's not. You know it's not. And if you're a Democrat watching this, you know this is bullcrap. You know this is evil. You know this is attempt to cheat. Uh, additionally, this bill would legalize felons voting in all federal elections. A decision that the Constitution leaves to the states, this compromise, quote-unquote, then will flood the voter rolls with inaccuracies and risk chaos on Election Day. Uh, many states, such as Florida, Georgia, Texas, and Arizona, have passed laws to fix the problems that were seen in 2020. Congress should let other states do the same. Okay, and see, and and, and this is the this is the problem on what they're trying to do in Georgia right now, with uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris going over there to speak in regard to these voting laws. They're trying to spin it like it's it's a great thing and it's and it's something that's for minorities and it's not. Okay, minorities and black people can get ID. Minorities and and, 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 and other black people and other communities want to have our votes count for something. And if I go and I have an ID and I have to show it there, I know my vote counts. If you have a bunch of illegal people in mail-in ballots and stuff like that, like you know, out here in California, and there's no 
ID verification, then that means my vote doesn't count. Because somebody can just nullify my vote by just mailing it in or somebody can come in illegally or whatever. Or the party or people could do ballot harvesting. There's a, there's a million different ways to steal if there's no actual uh, ID requirements. But this, this, this isn't rocket science. This, is, this shouldn't be something that you have to explain to anybody. But you see, again, low information people aren't going to go in-depth and read these bills. So it's up to us people that actually look at stuff and go past reading the headline or the title of a bill to explain to these other people why you shouldn't be voting Democrat. All right. So I want to thank everybody that uh, checked out this live video. And again, and those of you that are listening on audio only, I really appreciate it. Be sure to go to pro17.com slash merch. Please support uh, small, independent, conservative American businesses, entrepreneurs. It's a family business with, with me and my wife. Uh, we make everything here 100% American-made, so I really appreciate that if you can show any kind of support in that respect. And uh, before we leave, we always want to rep Pro 17, which stands for Pro Proverbs 17. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Don't be a fool. Don't be a leftist. And don't vote for that uh, whack bill. And let's try to get these people woken up, man. Uh, it's time for the mass formation psychosis to get cracked. Splash some cold water on their face. Hit them with the truth. All right, Ronnie B out. God bless. Check who's on the track next. Never half step like. Whoa. Whoa.